Hello, everybody. Welcome to Have You Not Crappy. Hi, I'm Nikki Hafner. I'm Mickey Williams. It is so nice of you to join us. I'm so glad to be back. Thank you. It's nice to be here. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking to me, right? No, I was talking to our listeners. Thank you for joining us, listeners, for the first episode of Happy Not Crappy. Thank you, Steve. I'm sure there's a Steve out there. He's the only one. He's the only one listening. Steve, can you hear me? (laughs) I cannot sing. You may want to cut that. (laughs) I'm I'm leaving it in. So, um, how are you, Nikki? How you been? Well, we should probably start with what we are, because people are tuning in and they're gonna want to know why. Oh, and people don't like to read the notes. You're right. So not always. So we are happy, not crappy. We are a good news, odd news, strange life podcast. Uh, we um, we're here to spread a little joy, uh, add a sprinkle of goodness to your week when we know the world is not all good. Yeah, 2020 is is really it's really coming down on us pretty hard. Yes, it is. But that's okay. That's okay. That's what we're here for. It's okay. Things may be rough, but we're going to make it just a little bit better by talking about hamsters. Hamsters. <laughs> Ham- hamsters. Hamsters and jelly beans and all things that are good in the world and we hope that you decide to take this ride with us. So, real quick, Mickey, how are you? Well, I asked first. Yes, you so. did, but I, I stole <laughs> it and am feeding it back to You're you. You're so rude. I need a new partner. Um, <laughs> I'm fired. I'm already fired. You're fired. <laughs> you are fired. First um, episode, I'm fired. A- I'm all right. I spent I spent half the night up watching um, the this show Merlin. Have you ever heard of Merlin? I've heard of it. I don't know anything about it. You want to sell it to me? No. <laughs> No, you're not gonna pitch it. You're not gonna it's, promote it's, Merlin no, for no payment. No, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure it's over because it's only got like it's from 2008 and it's only got like four seasons. I think. Um, well, honey, then it was over in 2012. That's right. That's what I'm. That that. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was my thought process. Um, I so it's um it's interesting because like everybody see everybody hears the Arthurian legend like the whole um origins and everything and and uh, mm-hmm. Merlin's always an old guy. And Arthur's a yeah. young kid, and instead they've they've met them in the middle, kind of in the middle. They're still kind of young, but um, Merlin and Arthur are both young. They're like early twenties, oh. and um, Arthur is a sorcerer in Uther, not Arthur, sorry, Merlin is a sorcerer in Uther Pendragon's um, Kingdom of Camelot, where he has outlawed magic, and he's been told Ooh. by. Uh, the great dragon that Uther Pendragon has um, captured under his under his castle, um, that he is destined to uh, yada 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 Arthur, King of England, all that stuff. So like it's yeah 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 it's fun to watch. It's really cheesy and it's um it was I don't it's hard to say this for sure, but it seems like a lot of the shows in the nineties. And the early and the two thousands, like um, mm-hmm. they didn't like to do very ep- like uh, uh, what is it? What am I trying to say? There's not as much episode to episode continuity led on by cliffhangers. Pretty much every episode. Yeah, that's 
pretty much every episode cuts uh, it just is is isolated you know pretty much every it's episodic mm-hmm. now there is a continuity but it's still pretty much like whatever the conflict of that episode is you can bet it's being resolved before the end yeah yeah um i yeah very episodic i totally understand that in in the 90s i think that was a big thing we um i i honestly believe tv was still pretty new and we were just getting things like um cable widespread you know in the 80s you had a little bit you'd get mtv here and there well, that's where it started but by the 90s it was getting a lot more widespread but they they knew that new people were tuning in and because it wasn't like today where you can pause the show record it and come back six days later <laughs> and watch them all or it's like netflix where everything's streaming and it all drops at the same right. time so you're gonna watch them all one after the other and you're gonna know what's going on binge culture i think back then it was still very much you may not remember what happened the week before and if we leave you with a cliffhanger you have to catch up and if you've missed it you're less likely to watch right and that makes sense that makes a lot of sense um anywho yeah so so i've just been i just been watching just been watching merlin um yeah I want to play a game. You want to play a game? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, let's play a game. But okay. am I, do you know, I was going to ask how you were. Do you not want me to? Oh, no, I'll tell you how I am. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm doing okay. I am, uh, today, this week was my birthday. That was fun. Yeah, happy birthday. Um, thank you. I did not do anything. <laughs> I ordered a pizza, which is, you know, um, not something I do often. Well, you know, every other week, probably. Uh, we got stuffed crust, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but other than that, I didn't do much. Um, my partner is working all weekend, so we can't do anything. Well, fun stuff. And all next week, he is on call for the next six, seven days nonstop. <laughs> well, don't, don't, don't let the fact that you didn't do anything on your birthday prevent. Don't let it prevent excitement for the fact that you're doing something on monday and we're going to be doing that as a birthday session for you we're, so we play tabletop it's... nikki and i do and uh i'm gonna make sure that that uh this monday you're gonna have a a, a fun little birthday session do i get you lynn back <coughs> that's all i want for my birthday actually all i want for my birthday is a big booty toe a big booty toe i can give you a you've big never booty heard toe. that song no oh my god my when it came out my sister was all that's Every day, every day. All I want for my birthday is a big booty toe. I mean, I can give you a big booty toe. It might be uh, a big booty sand crawler hoe, but it's no, <laughs> no. Only I only want hoes that want to a be hoes and b be with me. Mm. How deep? Yeah. How deep into tabletop talk can I get before I alienate any of the audience? Hey, audience, tell me, tell me if I'm making things awkward. Holla back, y'all. You know what? You know what? We can't please everybody, but I guarantee some of our friends who are listening to this, you know, are totally into listening to us talk tabletop. Hey, guys. And they want, they also want to know if we're getting Julian back for my Hey, birthday. guys. I'm going to um let you, let all of my players that are listening in on a little secret, you're going to die. <laughs> so the game we actually play, I know you, everybody hears tabletop and they automatically assume D&D, but what we actually play is Savage Worlds, Savage which Worlds. is a lot darker and so much more fun. Well, D&D can be pretty dark. I paint it darker in Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds, you die so easily. It's kind of like um, yeah. 
D&D first edition, you could die from a boulder falling, but in D&D fifth edition, it's like you're not going to die from a boulder falling. They're going to fucking give you every opportunity to save yourself and right. um it's like it's Savage Worlds just doesn't have that. It's it's three wounds and then you're dead. Um <laughs> or you're fighting for your life. Uh Mhm. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's pretty harsh. It's pretty harsh. I think we have gotten so far that we might alienate. Um so yes true <laughs> no, we're just so my fun. game i okay we have a game um or i have a game called roses and thorns and it's where you talk about your high point and your low point we can okay. do that or we can just give our info i and, like games um, call it i like games you like games okay okay well then this game is called rose and thorns you're gonna tell me your rose of the week that's your high point and you're gonna tell me your thorn which is something bad and it can be anything it can be as deep as you want but the way i used to play it was your low point but you don't have to go that low okay go tell me (laughs) oh well which one which one first we usually go rose first but you can choose if you're you know, if you want to end on a happy note, give me your thorn first. Okay, let's see. Happy high point of the last week. Um, okay, for real, probably the highest point was um, the last time we recorded. I had oh. so much fun in the last recording session. I would call. Me I would call too. it. I would call it my um, my high point of the week. <laughs> Yay! I'm so glad for that. Yeah, and um, yeah. thorn. Oof. This is a safe place, Mickey. <sighs> well, last night was a little tough. Um because oh. aside from watching Merlin, I got to it got to be two two thirty in the morning and my girlfriend is currently away and she's been she she has her own place, but she she sleeps with me more often than not. And um you know you get to two two AM, three AM and just the just the, the time that's the time of night where you're just alone and it's dark and there's nothing stopping you from from just focusing on a lot of the crappy yeah that can be really hard and then you reach out for that person that you love and you miss and they're not there they're asleep <laughs> somewhere else somewhere else that's right <laughs> somewhere else that i didn't yeah. somewhere else that i didn't get invited so um I don't want to throw shade at my roommates. But yeah, no, I totally, totally get that feeling, you know, Um, with my partner being on call all the time, um, especially right now, they may get a call in the middle of the night and I'm the type of person where I notice if you're not in bed and then I have nightmares. Yeah. (laughs) Not the most fun. Yeah. That's. uh... So I get that. It's 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 tough. It's tough when you're when you're alone and and an insomniac. You know, I mean, I think it was mm-hmm. I think it was made worse. The whole fact that I was up that late was made worse um, by the fact that I took a like two and a half hour nap in the middle of the day. Um, oh yeah, for sure. Oh, I I stuffed my face at lunch yesterday because I was I was with my friend and um, I got home and I was just I was out like a light. It was. It was mm-hmm. bad. It was bad, and I woke up with the after... You know the after-nap grogginess? Oh, yeah. I had that where my head just felt, like, staticky and and kind of sore, and mm-hmm. I was just so out of it. My partner deals with that, too. Absolutely. I can take a nap, and I'm good. Like, I'm solid. But if they take a nap, it's very much... Uh, <laughs> 
you know, I, I might as well be asleep for the rest of the night, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So what about you? Give me a rose. Okay. My rose. Well, let's start with my thorn because it's not that big of a deal and I'd rather end high. Okay. My thorn was that I didn't get a cake on my birthday. I wanted one, but I couldn't find one that I wanted <laughs> to purchase. <sighs> and I didn't want to bake myself a cake. Oh, I don't know why. No. I always do it myself. Di- okay. Do you know that you can make a cake, a cake mix, any boxed cakes, cake mix with a can of soda, like scratch yes. any of the other stuff, just a can of soda? You knew that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blew my Be- mind. It, you can make your cake um, very low calorie that way. Uh, when I was dieting more and we are not promoting dieting, we are not a diet uh, podcast, but. Uh, when I was into that lifestyle a little bit more, um, we, my grandmother found that. And so we would get white cake mix and diet root beer, the, um, vanilla diet root beer, A&W's and mix that. And it, it, you ended up with root beer cake. It was so good. That sounds awesome. Now I want to get root beer cake. Oh yeah, for sure. Do it. Go get a can, just a normal sized can of diet root beer and you mix it with vanilla cake or chocolate. It, it tastes good with chocolate too. Now, I I do I do want to say that even if we're not a diet podcast and we aren't um we aren't promoting diets, um mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly support any of the audience's uh, uh motivations. Whatever whatever they are pushing for that's healthy for them in any case. Whatever they're pushing for and whatever they're trying for, we do support you. But uh, we we support healthy lifestyles, whatever that go. means for you. And we will never tell you what that means for you. Um, hamsters. Yeah, it means devouring more hamsters. Whoa, no. devouring! <laughs> I didn't say devouring. Oh, I just no? said hamsters. No. no. Are they you just supposed to... to eat with their hamsters? No, they you be need eating? to keep your hamster alive so that you can retrieve hamster dna so um (laughs) oh my rose hold on give me your rose give me your rose rose i'll make it quick um my rose is oh i went to an actual restaurant this week um my friend and i went down to one of our local you know owned restaurants and this cat is shaking my mic i'm so mad fighter lilith stop i'm gonna fight you No, she says, no, thank you. She doesn't want to fight. She just wants to hit my mic. (laughs) No, I went to an actual restaurant. Now, to be clear, um, I'm in Canada. I'm in a place in Canada where the the virus is minimal. And um, my exposure and risk of the virus is minimal. So it's okay. I'm, you know, in an isolated community and we don't have any cases in my town at all yeah so i went and i had a meal at a restaurant i only had a salad but it was amazing and i visited with a friend and i drank lots of coffee (laughs) and it felt really really good to be out of the house for a minute um so that was my rose well that's awesome that's awesome i'm glad that you got that experience thank Um, you i'm sorry i'm sorry about your cake Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, though, you can get a cake soon. Yeah, um, I'm thinking I may go okay. and find one today. I want to make you smile with this story. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um, and the story is that 
I don't think I think that you're lying. Africa. I don't think that you had a story. I do have a story. I have a bunch of them, like six or seven or eight right now. Um, but this one, this one made me really excited because I'm always excited about anything about health and people getting healthy and, you know, the the lack of diseases that now occur because of science. So the news is Africa was declared free of wild polio. And let me tell you what that oh. means. <laughs> that means that the three versions of the polio virus that cause the polio disease have been eradicated thanks to vaccines in Africa. Wow. So what what you would need to contract in order to contract the polio disease, which is what causes the paralysis and those negative side effects. Yeah. That is what has been eradicated in Africa now that um, Nigeria has been uh, vaccinated so widely dude yeah so it's all of africa all of africa is now polio free um the major holdup apparently nigeria was having a hard time um it says uh they were stymied by geography skepticism and militant groups so basically because there was so much war um it's hard to get there but probably most importantly and this is something that's really sad for me a lot of anti-vax groups go over there under the guise of like a mission, you know, oh, we're going to go build schools, we're going to go save souls, whatever it may be. And um, then they spread their anti-vax wait, 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 ideology. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. First of all, are you yes. saying that the anti-vaxxers from the West are spreading? Literally, That's they you you haven't heard of this? No, I thought they were oh, just yeah. like to us and to the West. I didn't realize that they no. were quite literally going into these countries. And oh my god, yeah. yeah, they literally go over there and they tell them not to get vaccines. They try to get them to become whatever religion oh, they goodness. identify with, and say that the vaccines are evil or that that that's how the children become autistic or get autism i don't know how to word that mm. politically correctly so i'm sorry um here's actually you know, inter uh, interesting fact little side note um yeah. during my training as a teacher you learn how to address students with disabilities um so you say right. a student struggling with adhd you don't say an adhd student you know you right. say a, yada 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 here's an interesting fact though this is the interesting part mm -hmm. right because everybody knows how you address people with disabilities and certain things People with autism mm -hmm. actually prefer being called autistic people. Really? I hadn't heard that. There's obviously going to be a difference between person to person. I'm sure that there are some oh, people who, who are autistic on the spectrum who would be like, I don't, I want people to say, you know, person with autism. But right. autistic people tend to prefer, it on, on in general, being called autistic and not people with autism. That's well, interesting. How about anybody who's listening? If you have a preference, or you, you know, somebody who personally experiences things, these things on a day-to-day -day basis, if you have a preference, let us know. So then, at least we're on the most right we can be. Yes, and if you if you have autism, and your parents were anti-vaccinated and didn't get you vaccinated, please 
tell us so that we know for sure that vaccines don't cause autism? Well, we do know that. And there are several <laughs> instances of it. I have visited um, anti-vax sites. And then there, yeah. you often see stories where the parents are like, we didn't vaccinate and they still have autism. What did I do wrong? My gosh. And people don't seem to understand that developing an illness or being born with a disability of whatever kind isn't because somebody did something wrong it's not about it being wrong and can we be clear that autism is infinitely better than polio oh yeah <laughs> infinitely better than than polio it is or the mumps or or any of the other you know many diseases we now have vaccines for <sighs> um it's in most so, cases so people ridiculous. with autism can live I don't know about most cases. In some cases, people with autism can live perfectly average lives. They can work. They can have relationships. It's, you know, not significantly different. It, it, I have right. met many people with autism and they don't, I mean, you can tell that, that they struggle with certain things, but once you get to know them and they get to know you, it, it's not like they don't have emotions. It's not like they can't feel anything or they're, they're not intelligent beings. Yeah. And, it, and it's just it's it's lately we've lately we've begun to discover in the last few decades, right, in the last mm -hmm. couple of decades um, mm. that the spectrum is so much wider than we thought it was, because before oh, yeah. before we just thought, oh, that person's just weird. That person's just socially inept. Um, mm -hmm. And and these are the people with autism for real. These are the people who people who it affects their lives. No, there are tons of people who have autism that it only affects like very specific small parts of their lives where it's just so mildly noticeable, but they can still function perfectly fine. For and, sure. And people, but compare that to the people who suffered during the polio pandemic in the U.S. Um, of, mm -hmm. of last century. Um, mm -hmm. It was just, <laughs> it was so debilitating to us. And, and it's interesting that we're talking about polio because that is, it is just such a, a parallel to the pandemic that's happening now with COVID-19. Um, mm -hmm. While COVID-19 is, it, it can kill, it's not typically as debilitating as polio. It is still, right. it is still one of those things where it's like, one day we're going to have a COVID-19 vaccine, right? So one day soon, we're going to have some kind of, you know, vaccine for it. Hopefully in the next year. Absolutely. Hopefully in the next month. But uh, you do realize that's not happening. No. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. it's not. No. But <laughs> but we can hope in any case when we get that vaccine, we're we're going to we're going to implement it far and wide. We're we're, we're hopefully being a, a, a leader of the free world here. We're going to distribute it worldwide. And mm -hmm. if I see the anti-vaxxers out there telling us after a fresh pandemic watching hundreds of thousands of people die not mm -hmm. to get the vaccine i'm gonna oh, lose it i'm gonna lose it you haven't seen that yet oh come on this is happy not crappy nikki you're the one bringing it up oh no i don't like oh this. okay okay we're gonna stop real quick back <laughs> it up rewind let's just focus on the good news okay Finally, the people who were go taking this misinformation around the world stopped affecting Africa to the same extent. And the people of Nigeria were finally able to vaccinate to the to a point where wild polio, the virus, any of the three viruses themselves are no longer an issue. They, they are extinct. 
in Africa now. And the way this article makes it appear, that's all of Africa. It doesn't, it says um, Nigeria was the last place yeah. where, um, where it was an issue. And they have finally overcome the ge- geographical, the skepticism, and the militant groups that were preventing them from, from um, eradicating polio in Africa. And now that that has happened, this is this has been declared a public health triumph by the general, uh, the director general of the WHO. Thank. God. Thank God. Yeah. And I'm so happy for Africa. I'm so happy for Nigeria. I'm I'm overjoyed because it 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 is such a horrible disease and it has no place in a world where a vaccine exists. Thank God that Africa doesn't have to deal with that anymore. Right. And let me see. Um, only three countries in the world still have, um, still struggle with transmission of polio. And it looks like uh, Nigeria, actually now it's down to two because Nigeria no longer does. So now it looks like Pakistan and Afghanistan um, still struggle. They have never stopped the transmission of polio. Um, well, And they say that as long as a, chi- a single child remains infected with the polio virus, then all children are still at risk. And that's from straight from the WHO, so or World Health Organization, for anybody who may not know what that is. Um, so it, in Pakistan and Afghanistan, uh, probably for the same reasons, they are polio still does exist and that was as of january this year but nigeria has eradicated it which clears africa that is that is amazing i'm so glad yeah and i and i hope that i hope that the same relief comes to afghanistan and pakistan uh someday soon here i don't absolutely i i don't know what kind of presence um they have over there because i uh are uh, i'm not into politics are, are afghanistan and, and pakistan part of the um United Nations? I I believe they're part of the United Nations. They, um, but they are pretty war ridden right now. Um, yeah. Still. So, uh, and, and let's not get into the politics no. of it. Let's not get into the downside of it. Let's just together collectively hope that uh, something happens soon where they're able to get all of the vaccines and help that they need so that this stops being an issue. Um and uh, if there is anything that can be done for that, let me search that real quick. Uh, it looks like the best thing is to promote vaccinations. Um, I don't even see... Oh, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is um, working hard to eradicate polio. I knew that. Uh, they probably they did a lot in in the Africa in Af- in the Africa. That is not how you do that. So uh, that is one place where you can donate. Um, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, um, and it looks like uh, the WHO. Uh, I'm sorry, the World Health Organization. Probably looks like they have. Um, information on where you can donate to help get vaccines to the countries where they're still struggling with it. Bill and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I've known about them for quite a while, and I—I mm-hmm. I mean, I think that they're amazing. I'm, say what you will about about um, these these powerhouse CEOs or former CEOs. Um, I I I mean, I think that so long as it's doing good, um, I think so long as it's doing good, I approve of it. Thank God yeah. for 
Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, clearly very, very rich people being very, very rich. But um, I think we do see uh, them using some of that money for good. And it's always nice to see that. It is. It is. Hey, Mickey, tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lead in. I know. I stole it. It's not. We haven't even gotten the first. Ah. Uh... All right. You can still say it. You can still say it. You're hurting my feelings. No. I'm so mean. You are. You're the worst. You take all the good news <laughs> and you make my you make my news stories seem like they're unimportant, but they're not unimportant, okay? They're not. And and make here's and here's why. No, here's why they're not unim- No. They're, they shouldn't make you laugh. They're serious. Here's why, okay? Listen. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, my cursor's not working. I can't click. I've lost it. I've lost it. I can't read my story. <laughs> oh, no. What's wrong with you? Oh, it secretly wait. hates you. I got it. <laughs> Listen to this one, okay? In Berlin, German police said Wednesday they are losing hope of finding out who left on a train a box of vials with hamster DNA. What? It caused alarm in the southwestern town of Heidelberg last week. I don't know. Heidelberg? Heidelberg? <laughs> Federal police sent a bomb squad to investigate after a train driver found the styrofoam box with three vials of liquid on a local train Friday. Forensic specialists later determined that the liquid contained genetic material from rodents. Officers had hoped to crack the case by publicizing the unusual find, but despite intense media interest, the owner has remained elusive so far. Okay. Okay. So, hold on. <laughs> there is a train in Germany. Okay. People traveling by train, that's normal in Europe, you know. That's we don't mm-hmm. have lots of trains here in the US, but we got trains over in in Europe, normal. Guy gets on a train or woman, guy or gal on the train with a box of hamster DNA, DNA. <laughs> leaves it. They posted about this locally. Uh-huh. They posted up. They found this hamster DNA. <laughs> We've got this Ooh. hamster DNA. If this is yours, uh, you know, it's going to be in the lost and found over here in Heidelberg. <laughs> Who? Why? Who did they not get where they were going and said, ah, shoot, I left my hamster blood. Who? <laughs> like? Oh, my goodness. That's insane. There's Okay. So the reason why this happened, though, the reason why this happened here is because there's lots of research centers around that area. So it makes sense yeah. that they have hamster G- DNA or, or blood. I don't I don't know if it was... Did I say blood? You, you said blood once, but I think it Lic- was just to it's make a liquid, liquid containing genetic, genetic material. So it's not necessarily blood, but... No, it could be semen. Pardon me? <laughs> did you not know that hamsters have semen? It's not that I didn't know it. It's that I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> So, there's these vials of hamster simon, and somebody <laughs> left this hamster spunk on a train, and they didn't know whose it was. They posted up, and nobody's claimed it. So, apparently, oh it wasn't gosh. that important. But, yeah, somebody out there is missing their, their hamster spunk. Oh, wow. Okay. The fact that they are putting resources into this is just ridiculous. That's Once right. Once they realized it wasn't dangerous, they should have just disposed of it and moved yeah, just on been with done. their lives. No, they, okay, but they did dispose of it. And they did dispose of it because the cold chain had been broken. The, these things, these uh, vials of, of DNA, 
no longer mm-hmm. viable for any research because it had been left out of refrigeration and was it's done. You have to refrigerate your hamster semen. It just doesn't <laughs> last very long. <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking you're going to inseminate with this, but it was not refrigerated long enough. So no. you're out of luck. That's right. The cold chain had been broken. Uh, Heidelberg is home to several research centers, including the European Molecular Biology Laboratory. So that kind of uh. makes sense, right? Um Heidelberg, Heidelberg. So, oh my gosh, that's so funny. I guess the reason I bring this story to the table is to ask the question: What do you think they were doing with hamster DNA? Um. Well, it depends. Hamsters are often used uh, similarly to mice, so they may have been experimenting on them, and they want to know um, whether or not they created the mutant hamster they were after. There, the mutant hamster. Oh yeah, you know, like Spider Man. You know, the the spider bit him and he became a mutant uh, man. It's like the German Spider-Man. It's Hamster Man or Ham Man. <laughs> and so like it's um, it's uh, it's um, Peter Klaus and he has been bitten by a radioactive hamster. And he does everything a normal hamster does, like burrowing through very loose material like... <laughs> Sorry, that is horrible. <laughs> Excuse me if anybody German listens I to this. I was truly enjoying it. It was very fun for me. So he does everything a normal hamster can do, right? Yes. Like his teeth get really long, so he has to chew on on tough material in order to 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 get those down. And um, he has fur and a tail, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. he's hamster sized, and he's a hamster. Yeah, yeah. Here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. His teeth are so strong that in order to file them down, he must chew on diamonds. Diamonds. So, you know, that diamond dust that they use. Okay, but see, then, then I make it makes me think that Hamster Man wouldn't be a Spider Man. Uh, uh, um, it wouldn't be analogous to Spider Man. Hamster Man would be a super villain because he's got oh. he's got he's got to be he's got to he's got to heist these diamonds. He's got to get these diamonds. He's got to break. He's got to. He's like, He's got to break into the to the diamond places and get the diamonds and okay. chew on them. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking similar to Spider-Man, mm-hmm. the hamster DNA was to be injected into a human host. So Spider-Man got bit and that's how the, you know, spider abilities got transferred into him. So somebody was going to they they were their first idea was let's let this hamster bite somebody, but clearly a little hamster bite isn't going to transmit enough of that DNA. So they've extracted the DNA and they are going to go to their ideal human host and deliver it. But that's the real reason nobody came forward and say, yo, that's my DNA because their it boss is going to find out. It was supposed to be secret. That's right. It, it was. was. It was even being kept by, from the government. It's That's right. it's it's a it's a tough line to walk when you're trying to create a hamster man, and I have I have mad respect to those researchers. Not so much for the uh, for the for the train man, the guy mm-hmm. who's supposed to be transporting this this stuff. I will say my condolences to you for for your loss of your hamster man project. <laughs> that's I mean that's that's the whole story though. Like, there's not much more that you can go to after nobody claims the hamster DNA. Right. 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 That's Um, totally valid. I mean, you only have so much. I mean, 
okay, so they found the DNA. They advertised for the DNA. Okay, it's time. It's over. We've done all we can do about the DNA. And now Hamster Man, Hamster Man is no more. Maybe Man. next time they'll choose a guinea pig. Is there a better name that we could give Hamster Man, though, by the way? Like, I, I thought mm. Ham Man might be okay, but then it just sounds like Hammond. It does. It does. I got it. <laughs> you you ready? I got it. I got it. You yeah, ready? yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Manster. Huh. That sounds very much like Napster. Manster. You know, that old download site? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But Just it's man- sure. it's Manster. It's Manster. Okay, so he's being experimented on. Because at this point, we've, we've established he can't just be bitten. Manster needs to be injected with this DNA, which we've also Absolutely. established is hamster spunk. So he's basically right. being um, uh, artificially inseminated by a hamster. Absolutely. Manster wakes up to find that his teeth are are extending out of his mouth beyond his chin, <laughs> and his hands have become furry and stumped and clawed. His booty is big and he's got a tiny tail. And he wakes up and he goes, I'm a monster! And the guy, the scientist next to him goes, no, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sold me. You sold me. <laughs> I hope that I, I sold Marvel. It. Marvel? No, 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 no. This is hamster spunk. That is not a Marvel thing. Marvel is Disney. You want DC to pick this up. I, I, so I don't think that, I don't think that means that Disney can't buy it. Cause there, have you seen the scene from um, Road to El Dorado where, the, where, no. where the dude's getting the blowjob? No. No. Do you I know what I'm talking that. about? No. <laughs> There's a scene. No, but. I do. I haven't seen Road to El Dorado. I have no idea. But I do know that they have that Disney has ventured out a bit more because when I know they do, they ultimately own um, CBS, which owns uh, Star Trek. Um, So the new Star Trek Lower Decks is technically through Disney still. Really? And yeah. And um, they curse. (laughs) They are very rude. Uh, I think they talked about sex. Um, So maybe Disney is, is, you know, easing up the reins on some of their affiliates. Exactly. Which means that we can expect to see Manster release on Disney Plus this (laughs) this fall. Um, It's going to be an early Christmas release so that families can enjoy um, this serial um, about... A man who has been artificially inseminated by hamster spunk and gains the all of the mundane powers of a hamster. There you go. There you go. Can we talk I about that it. though? Can we talk about that though? Because like I just one one last thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Spider-Man gains like only only so he gains a few powers from spiders, right? But yes. he he really only gains one unique power that isn't like like something that most superheroes have, which is like super strength and and super healing. He's got the spider sense, right? Yeah. But then he he essentially just becomes sticky. Yeah. That's all. That's it. He only becomes yeah, he's sticky. Got, his webs are are man made too, aren't they? Yeah. He well because because Peter Parker's a, a genius. He's a little he's a little inventor. Right. So he makes right. it himself. But it's it's really he just becomes sticky. Yeah, and, he can and, he can climb up walls and onto a ceiling. But he had to invent his own web, and I mean he's strong and fast. But that's really it. So I my question is, since we're on the topic of Spider Man and his power, his sticky power. Yeah. My question is, is it just his hands that he can stick with, or like if he was like if he had if he was in a pickle, 
and all he could do was use his forehead. Could he stick to the ceiling with his forehead? I don't think with his forehead, but definitely with his feet. Well, I know with his feet, but I'm yeah, well, asking. You said hands. I know you're right. Okay, so his feet and his hands. Fair. Yeah. So like, could he like dangle off off the side of a building with his elbows or something? Like that's no. I just. So it's just his hands and his feet. I think it's like a spider. So just like a spider wouldn't be able to, you know, elbow up <laughs> the wall, neither can Peter Parker. He's got to have those the the bottoms of his feet or the bottoms of his hands connected because Do you know that for sure that uh, okay hold on what allows a spider to cling to to climb walls wow this must be searched a lot because as soon as i started spiders it came up. well i'm sure that it applies to every insect too because we've got a lot of insects who can do it true absolutely um Scientists think they have the answer. Hair. It's a simple discovery that may someday lead to innovative new technologies and products. So that's what allows it to walk, to climb a slippery surface, um, to stick to the ceiling. Spiders have um, tiny setules, is what they're called, S-E-T-U-L-E-S, more than 620,000 thousand in all and they give spiders their superior ability to climb up water spouts along walls and across ceilings i like the inclusion of water spouts very nice yeah. reference yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. I, it, it still begs the question do they have those things on all parts of their body or just their little feetsies i i'm not sure um but this one actually references spider-man it's like Spider-Man clinging to the flat surface of a of a window on a building by his fingertips and toes only. So that to me implies that it's only by the tips. So he can't so he can't even like put his hand on something and stick to it. It's uh, got to no. be the fingertips. Yeah. And then it says whilst uh Oh, wow, that's insane. Scientists estimate that spiders are able to grip surfaces with a force greater than 170 times their own weight. So, this is like Spider-Man clinging to the flat surface of a window on a building by his fingertips and toes only, whilst rescuing 170 adults who are hanging onto his back. So, the science of Spider-Man adds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's impressive. That, that is. I am very impressed with this. Um, so how, okay, so what is this strength report? I'm using you as my as my guy at the chair, my guy in the chair, as they sure, say. Sure, sure, sure. What is the strength proportion of a hamster versus their own weight? Okay, let me look that up. How, how strong is a hamster? I like that <laughs> that's going to be in your search history now. Is how strong is a hamster? Yeah, my search history is pretty varied anyway. I get random ideas <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> Why oh am golly. I looking up uh, <laughs> this random thing? Uh, is a hamster the right pet for you? Oh, that's so sad. Apparently they are not generally treated well. Hamsters? Um, no, they yeah, are not. Um, no, they are not. No. Rat rats are treated. Go ahead. Rats are the same way. Rats, a lot of people will get a rat and not uh -huh. two rats. 
And it's it's common knowledge now, but it, not to everybody. Like it's kind of like isolated knowledge. Like it's in bubbles. Right. Like some people know it, some people don't. Never ever get, never for anybody listening to this, never ever get a singular fancy rat. Always or get any two. any rodent because any rodent, rodents right. in general are very social, and it is cruel to isolate them like that. That's um, right. Unless you like more social than dogs. So unless you have time like that to be with your, your hamster or rat or rodent pet, um, including birds, you should not, you don't get one, get two. Right on. So, Oh, how much can a hamster lift? Yes. <laughs> That's the funniest question. Do you even lift bro? Oh, any answers open. coming up? Okay. Uh, apparently they can lift, um, the gates to their cages. No, I'm not getting a lot. I'm not thinking they do um they do tests on this like they do on ants and spiders. But then if they do tests on spiders for that, why uh, but not as much on hamsters? Why was there hamster DNA on a train? Okay, okay like what are they thinking. doing? <laughs> hamsters, hamsters are very good escape artists. Like rats, they're incredibly adept at squeezing into small locations and through small spaces. So perhaps that was what they wanted for their superhero. He needed or super villain. Remember, we said villain. So maybe he's going to go rob a bank. Yeah, maybe... if he can if he can fit his head in it, he can squeeze through it. Right, right. So Which maybe we... that's what it is. Which we all know, all banks are going to be at such a disadvantage because everybody knows that they leave a head-sized gap in the door <laughs> thinking, ha no one will ever get through. Okay, so there is a, um, there's a bank, a new bank being built down uh, by our Dollar Tree across the street from our Walmart. And we're watching this go up and I'm watching and I'm like, anybody who knows anything about the building of this bank is going to have a huge advantage to robbing it. They're going to know exactly where everything is. And anybody who's watching anything while wa while the bank is being built has access to that information. I mean, and then I guess it just depends. Uh, is there, are, are there, are there a lot of bank robbers in your area? I don't know. I've only been here a couple of years, but I'm pretty sure we've had at least two attempts since I've been here. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Manster is on the construction team for a bank and he's making sure that there's going to be a way in. And now that he's got his hamster powers and the bank is open, he'll be able to slip through his entrance, go rob the place crazy and escape and be a billionaire. So he was part of the construction team? Sure. Why not? I think he I think he should have been part of the construction team. Because yeah. then he could then he could be like, um, yes, I think that we should leave a head-sized hole right here. It'll yes. save on uh, resources. And the, the foreman will be like, get out of here, it's fine. You know? <laughs> and, he's, and he walks away twiddling his claws. Perfect. And he wears okay. like, he wears like a mask at all times because otherwise people would see his hamster-esque features. Well, I thought he was grinding down his uh, teeth on diamond. Yeah, but he still he still has hamster esque features. Right, he, right, he, right. The perfect person to play him, the perfect person to play him in a movie, would be the guy who played Peter Pettigrew in Harry Potter. I never watched Harry Potter. Ooh, we gotta edit that out. People are gonna skewer you. I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with that. I'm sorry. I I watched um, parts of movies here and there that were on TVs when I existed in spaces, but um, never. I have never sat down and watched them all. I have never sat down and read them all. Um, <laughs> I did try. I did succeed in reading the first book, but I was an adult, so I feel that it just wasn't what I was looking for at that moment. My kid loves them though. It is interesting. There's such an interesting series of books because um, as of right now, mm-hmm. they are, they are, there is, there's no author to the book. Nobody's, nobody, there's, no one's come forward to say that they're the author of the Harry Potter books. Really? Nobody, nobody is saying, <laughs> hey, I wrote these. Um, just the, the author disappeared. Yeah. And nobody, it's like magic, eh? She, she does, she doesn't exist. He or she, sorry. Doesn't he or exist. she, right. Right, they yeah. do not exist at this current time. Totally. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, y'all. That was the show. Hope you had fun listening to some of those stories. I know that I had fun talking about them. Yeah, me too. I love that we have that little feel good and we're happy that polio is no longer an issue in Africa. And um, <laughs> your hamster story cracked me up. <laughs> I really hope... I really hope that they find out whose hamster spunk that was. If it was spunk. It was. It definitely was. It definitely was. I hope Um, that we can see an update about that. I'm going to create a Google alert. Oh, my God. (laughs) It just says a hamster spunk. No. No, I can't do that. It's hamster. I. uh, You know what I end up with is hamster spunk for sale. Pay with Bitcoin. That's right. That's why I'm saying don't make the alert hamster spunk. Make it hamster DNA. <laughs> hamster DNA Germany. Like, that'll bring it up. But if you put hamster spunk, it's like I uh, we, we can't get into that. We're at the end of the episode. So I I'm so I had so much fun recording this one. So if you guys have any stories that you'd like us to talk about, I'm sure that we would uh, really enjoy that one a lot more. So go ahead Absolutely. and email us a story of yours at uh, Mickey and Nikki HNC at gmail.com. Yes, we would love to hear from you, even if you don't think your story is applicable, if it's not news, if it's not weird, if you don't think it'll make us laugh. We don't care. We want to hear your good news, regardless of what it is. Let us celebrate with you. We won't news shame you. Never. And uh, you can find us, if not at the Gmail, you can always tune into Twitter. We are there at Crappy Not. You can find me at my personal Twitter, at Hafner Nikki Author. Um, I'm always linked in our Happy Not Crappy Twitter. You can find me there. And I will have social media presence eventually, guys, I promise. We really hope so. And every day, (laughs) every day I'm posting something good, something funny, something for you to interact with. So I really hope you're paying attention to our social medias. All right, guys. Tune in next week. Um, yes. Actually, actually, tune in this uh, this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We're going to put out another episode really quick for you. So see you soon. Adios, gang. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Bye.